Good day, good day. Hope everyone is having a good day in Jesus. By way of the Holy Spirit, that is. Whether we're catching you in the morning when you're waking up, stretching out, getting yourself up, having some coffee maybe, uh, getting some breakfast, getting ready for a long day, either work, errands, or just a bunch of agendas you have set up. Uh, uh, just errands you have going on. Or catch you halfway through your day when you are going through some stuff, you've been through some blessings, been through some trials and tribulations, 
but overall you're getting through it and making it happen for yourself getting through that they call midday madness or you're ending your day what you're having dinner with your family resting unwinding from a long day and just enjoying time with your family however we're catching you right now however whenever whatever you are now tuned into the blue book presented to you by c rep ministry seeing restoration in progress hosted by your boy blue get unified man it is hot 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 oh goodness gracious this is hot it is like walking into an oven out here in Vegas. It is not a pretty thing. I'm hoping everyone who's in Vegas who hears this is doing all they can to keep hydrated. Gotta have the water or Gatorade or coconut water. I like to drink coconut water a lot. Uh, just keeping hydration because right now it's just very easy to get dehydrated. Y'all sweating a lot if you're outside. Um, just staying in the cool weather as much as possible uh, but definitely keep aware when you walk in the stores most stores now require you to wear a mask um, I don't know about how much you're enforcing it because I wear my mask every time I walk into a store because of my job but uh, definitely mask it up um, some people say well you know we have we have the right to either yes or no a mask I say this Someone sneezes on you, someone coughs in your area, whatever the case may be, I'd rather not have those germs. Uh, especially with me, if I sneeze, I try to cover up in my shirt or whatever. If you happen not to be able to do that, at least your mask is there to catch whatever it is that's coming out of you. So regardless of what they're saying on a Kobe level, it's just good to make sure you just, you're, you're prepared. Let it, you know, keep tissues on you, whatever. It's just being hygienic. That's really all that boils down to. That's how I look at it. I don't even look at the sickness. I look at the, the hygiene part of it. Um, but just be constant. Wash your hands as much as possible when you're able to. Um, sanitize always. Just trying to keep a clean life. I mean, regardless of what illness is out there, just try to keep a clean life. Um, I know here in my home, uh, we do all we can. And Dwight's really good about that. So, um, by the grace of God, uh, it's been pretty good. But... We're very cognizant of what's going on and keeping things as clean as possible. And I hope everyone out there is doing the same, because uh, it's very, very important. You know, you know, we get this, we, we know, once we get past the summertime, we go in the fall season. We got the flu season popping up, so it's going to be even more hectic. You know, so vitamins, definitely, multivitamins, vitamin C, vitamin D. Um, even if you catch some of that airborne medication, that gummies or whatever, whatever it takes to, to pop up to make your immune system stronger, is always good to have. Uh, just, to, just to keep yourself safe, really. So, anyhow, enough of that. Uh, about this time, what do we do? Yep, the pledge. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior for whom kingdom it stands. One Savior crucified, risen, and coming again, of life, liberty, to all those who believe. Fantastic. <sighs> Today's, this evening's, this morning's message 
this podcast's message today is really, really simple. Life of victory eternally. Love God. Just love Him. Just love Him. Uh, some of y'all like to quote it as being like fearing or respecting. I say respecting a lot. But down home love the Lord. Um, it is vital to your joy, your happiness, your to your life in general. It is extremely important to have that pure love. Now, people say love all the time. We've been on this thing of, of previous messages of people tossing around the love word like, like it's candy. And you know, we we as human beings, unless we love God, don't truly understand the love concept because we think emotional feeling is love um, and it can be to a certain degree there are elements of feelings obviously in love that's not that's not a, a, a mystery but to actually love is victorious uh, victory in your relationships victory in your workplace victory in your family and victory in your life all in general love, love is victory why do you think then the Bible is victory peace victory number two pretty simple okay conceptual love is very very simple and on this podcast we are holy spilly driven so you can be a theologian you can wrap yourself around a thousand scriptures that, that, that talk about love and that's fantastic um there's tons of scriptures about love in the Bible. Um, but we talk about one scripture. We get into the Holy Spirit interpretation of that scripture. And victorious is where we're at today. Love God. So, if you have your Bibles, uh, whether it's through technology or through the good word itself. How many people do you know? that do a study or do a podcast or whatever that has a Bible right in their hands and talks about it all the time. Nah, not many. This word is alive. Live because the Holy Spirit makes it alive. Not because of the words are black and white. It's because it was interpreted and done by the Holy Spirit through several generations and different perspectives of Jesus and so forth. So, this word is alive because of the Holy Spirit, nothing else. And the Holy Spirit is the ultimate power of God and Jesus. So, wrap around, about, wrap around that one, okay? So, if you have your Bibles, let's turn to the book of Mark, which is in the New Testament. Book of Mark, alright? And people are like, well, why don't you have like five, six, seven scriptures on this? Because we ain't trying to go through five, six, seven. I'm not trying to convince you through scripture what's going on here. I'm trying to tell you from the scripture that's given to me, Holy Spirit's going to enlighten you. I don't need 15 scriptures, five scriptures, 10 scriptures to figure this out. It's right here. It's right here, simple step. So, we in Mark, we in the 12th chapter of Mark. Okay? Mark chapter 12, verse 30. Mark chapter 12 verse 30 okay 
you're asking yourself, what does Mark chapter 12, verse 30 mean? Okay, I'll tell you what it means. The word love again, life of victory eternally, love. Here doesn't just mean to have affections for, it is for the it, it is from the Greek word, root word agapo. Okay, agape so as word. If you've heard that word agape before, that means a pure love, a true love. Agape love means there's nothing, there's no conditions around it. No matter what that love goes through, there's no conditions that hinder it. It is a pure love, agape or agapo, right, which may move familiar, make more familiar with through the noun agape, which I just said. To agape love someone is a choice. You make a choice. You choose. Decision. Choice. Okay? It is a choose to see them in a favorable light. So no matter what someone goes through, no matter what happens, you don't see negative in love. You work through the negative and you focus on the positive. That's love. Anything else is, is, is nonsense. You focus on the positive. I'm not going to give you the 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 satisfaction of looking at your negatives i'm gonna look at your positives because your positives is what the love is coming from you understand so to choose to delight in them and to choose to faithfully act on their behalf we when we agape love god we see him as as honorable true and loving we trust him and respond to that trust with obedience Okay, now I'm going to flip that because the obedience thing, to me, if you love somebody, you don't have to be obedient because love is better. Lo love is stronger than obedience. Obedience is saying you got to follow a certain way. If I love you, you already have me. I don't need to be obedient to something I love. For instance, I always come out people with, I love God. Therefore, I will do for God. I don't need to be obedient to God because obedience is, to me, on the level of being less than loving. You don't have to be obedient to something you love. You just love that and therefore you do it. Obedience is, to me, a filler word. Saying that, okay, some people don't understand love. Some people don't understand the word love. So, in essence, you have to use that obedient word for people to understand the concept of what love is, like a trail, okay? Some people truly understand what love is. Hmm, the Spirit's on me right now. Woo. Some people understand what love is, so you don't have to have a filler in there to comprehend it. Like, there's a bunch of words that can mean one thing. Sometimes you need a thesaurus, a, a spiritual thesaurus, so to speak, to find a word that better makes it, makes it comprehensible of what you're trying to say because that word is not comprehensible. So you throw a thesaurus in there that kind of gives you a better concept of that word. To me, obedience is a concept word or a thesaurus word for what people need to understand love because some people don't understand love. It's very hard to understand love because it's hard, because the world portrays love as a lust, not a completion. So, when you're sitting there and you say, I love you, do you? Do you see do you focus on the errors or do you focus on the favorable? Pretty simple stuff if you ask me. Okay, so I take that obedience word into a filler thesaurus word and say if you need to if you need to understand this as obedience, 
fine. Because that's your comprehension of what love is. And it's going to help you reach love faster if that's the case. Like religion. I am totally against religion. But if religion is what you need to get to the ultimate prize, which is heaven and God's love, if religion is what you need, have at it. I'm not going to go step in your way. Because that's what you need to stay on track of God. Same idea. Okay? Jesus adds more news to this love. Heart. The heart. Is from the Greek root word, uh, I guess it's cardia. Uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce that. And means the center of one's life, whether physical, spiritual, or mental. Okay, so we're talking about we're talking about physical, which is your body. We're talking about spiritual, which is your, soul, which is your spirit. We're talking about mental. So you have three different combinations of us. Physical, mental, and spiritual. He wants to be the absolute center of what you're doing. Okay, which it's not hard to understand that. The heart drives one's benefits or beliefs. The heart drives one's beliefs, emotions, thoughts, and intentions. Okay, so that, that's why they say Jesus lives in your heart. Uh, which truly is Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Okay, the Holy Spirit lives here. You, you cannot receive the Holy Spirit unless you're saved. But you let Jesus into your heart. Jesus is what... Is, is in there but the Holy Spirit is the power if you understand the concept so if Jesus lives inside your heart which is your salvation then your beliefs your emotions your thoughts and your intentions are led by Jesus theoretically you understand soul is from the Greek root word psyche which is similar to the heart but focuses on the vital force that keeps us alive Okay, so we got, we got uh, heart and soul. Okay, mind is not found in the original Old Testament quote, Deuteronomy, 5, Deuteronomy 6 5, but is certainly appropriate to add for an audience influenced by more logical Greek culture. If it comes from the Greek root word danoia, and again, has similar definitions to the heart with more mental bent. Now see, this here is what you call wisdom. When you add mind to it, okay, obviously the mind is not spoken about, but we add it because it's vital in wisdom, mental wisdom, okay? We're going down that road again. So you understand, we have heart, soul, and mind mind two heart and soul are both in but but mind is not how vital is the mind very vital but you use wisdom in the mind now heart and soul heart and soul is strength mind is wisdom knowledge got it you gotta see that okay so heart soul and mind cover every aspect of our personalities beings and thoughts and every which influences our feelings beliefs desires and intentions we all this heart soul and mind can't forget it okay strength is a little different okay it is from the greek root word isnos i guess what it's called I, I i don't know how to pronounce that and means force power or ability the original hebrew is from the root word mehande mehande yeah which is also translated as greatly exceedingly and diligently the strength also translated into English as might. 
is the is the effort and passion with which we love God, where the heart, soul, and mind direct direct how we feel and what we do. Might is just the force that determines the extent. And we're not talking about might physically. We're talking about might spiritually. Okay, so don't get that twisted either. Okay, we're talking about might on a spiritual level. It takes more strength in your spirit than it is physically. Because you can be, you know, your body can be just as old as any, you know, any anybody in the world, but your your spirit just strong as as, as an ox. We're talking about spiritual strength here. Okay, we're not exactly sure of the of the script describes intent here. Unlike the previous two challenges, there's no clear trap involved. Mark 12:13. He might simply be asking a deliberately prerogative question, expecting Jesus to pick one of the many commandments in the Mosaic Law and declare it the greatest. What Jesus has done is give a commandment that com encompasses the first four of the commandments, of which concern how we interact with God. In the first part of Jesus' answer to our love, uh, love our neighbors as ourselves, he brings in the last six of the Ten Commandments. In doing so, he reveals that God's laws are not meant to control us, yet to meant to describe what it means to love. Okay, so everything in there is Jesus making sure we know to love God. Okay. He reveals that God's laws are not meant to control us. They are meant to describe what it means to love. That's really simple. That's very simple. Not to control us. Okay. Now let's 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 go let's do let's do a little bit of investigating. Because I think we we don't quite understand Okay. Okay. Here it is. Obedience is a noun. It refers to compliance with an, an order, request, or law, or submission to another's authority. Okay? Now, what is obedience to God? In simple terms, obedience is compliance with an order, request, or law of submission to another's authority. After being found in an appearance as man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even part of the cross. Hence, why the, the Bible stresses it, it's a central part of the Christian faith. They're using Jesus as the, the absolute obedience to God. He was obedient to God. Really. That's why we got to be, be obedient because Jesus was obedient. Okay. Jesus knew his purpose. He said what he said because he's a human. He did say, Lord, if there was another way, let it be. Because he knew it was going to get really, really tough. Jesus, his, his, whole, his whole attention on earth was to give his life for the lost. Okay? Did he ever once sway from that? Did he ever once have a, have an opportunity have that moment where he swayed? No, because he's perfect. His perfection was the resistance of the devil. He never he never gave in to the devil. No matter how crazy, how much pressure he was under, he never caved. That's why he's perfect.
And some people can't wrap their brain around that. How do you not? How do you resist the devil in even the hardest times? Between 400 days, 40 nights in the wilderness, between sweat and blood, knowing you're going to the crucifixion, to the actual whipping of 39 lashes, to the crucifixion. How do you resist the devil that much? None of us can really can't, can't understand that. Because the persecution didn't truly happen until after Jesus was by the time Jesus was 30 and the Holy Spirit fell upon him, that's when the persecution happened. The Holy Spirit's always been around. But it didn't make itself really really obvious until Jesus got baptized. And all of a sudden, warp speed, three years of his life was just un insane. Obedience is a, is a word that people have to hear to understand the love. It's a th Thoris word. Okay, so let's do something else. Since we're on this. Okay, so we're going to go to the source, which is really just a bunch of words that, that, that could mean the same thing. Okay, and let's see what obedience comes. What, what do we get from obedience? Oh, gosh. Sorry. Okay. Okay. We're almost there. Alright, so, obedience, good behavior, submissiveness, okay? So, these are the, these are the Thoris words that, that, that make up obedience. Since obedience to a lot of people is love, this is what it is. Conformity, <clears throat> difference, orderliness, revereness, Accordance, agreement, compliance, duty, meekness, observance, quietness, respect, submission, willingness, conformity. So y'all have to hear that word obedience to understand what love is because to a lot of people obedience is love. Hmm. Not sold. For you guys, whoever needs to hear it, fantastic. And that's the way instant. But to me, it's a filler word or an extra word added to, to, to for some people to understand. So, 20, 1230 says this. And you shall love the Lord with your God. Love your God. Out of and with your whole heart and out of and with your whole soul with your life and out of and with all your mind your faculty of thought and your moral understanding and out of the all with your strength this is the first and principal commandment okay so love i heard love everywhere in that but i didn't hear no obedience word in that okay or anything that re re that remotely comes close to obedience 
and you shall love your God out of your mind with your whole heart out of your out of and with your whole soul with your life and out of with your whole mind your your facility of thought and your moral understanding okay and out of you all your strength this is the first commandment so everything about that is love fantastic love your God strength it's it I mean it, it really is pretty pretty obvious I'm seeing something you're not seeing. I think it's pretty clear. Heart, soul, mind, strength. Love God with your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love God. Heart, soul, mind, strength. Love. Life of victory. Love is victorious. Love conquers all. Life of victory eternally. Again, much love to my boy spiritual lyricist from back in the day. He came out with that. He told me, the first thing he told me was the acronym for love. I thought that was just incredible that he was able to find that. It's his spirit, and recently I came out with Dove, decide on victory eternally. Uh, because victory, victorious living, or victory, life of victory eternally, or decide on victory eternally, is all about victory. So it's all about the conclusion, living it, deciding it. Jesus made it a decision for you to make to receive him or not. Not a request, not a requirement, a decision. Now you could either go one way or the other. Decision you got to make for yourself. No one knows that part of you. We can hear you say it's in his prayer a thousand times, but God, only God knows your heart. So if you want to get down to it, we really don't know who's going because those who say Lord Lord may not even be going because they're saying his name in vain what's saying Lord name in vain it isn't the necessarily cursing his name because people do that constantly I'm talking about like saying his name in vain like you are not a believer you claim to be one you're not one and you're sitting here praising the Lord and he's not hearing you because you're not praising him with your heart. You're praising him with your mouth. That's the problem with 99% of charismatics. Maybe that 1% may, may have gotten it. But 99% of charismatics are 100% about damnation, self-endurance, and prosperity. How is that love? Damnation is not love. That means telling someone they're going to go to hell if they don't turn to God. Although elements of that damnation may be true, because they're in the Bible and God's word is true. That is not the truth part 
about that that makes it bad. It's the presentation and it's the, the, the hate speech that comes from that that makes that bad. You can have truth all you want, but if you present it wrong, you present it in a way you're not going to get no one to listen to you. That's why I say the Holy, the, the Holy Spirit is extremely vital in the Word of God because truth is here. It's a presentation that turns to take someone from what could be salvation to a lifelong life of, of, of a bunch of negative and a bunch of trial and tribulations they didn't even have to go through because they could have gotten love rather than damnation. Is that love? And how is self in, 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 uh, self-endurance love? I look within me. I do for me. I'm me, 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 me. It's not, it's not, it's not love. That's gossip. That's greedy. That's selfish. It's not love. That's something totally different. Self-endurance has had nothing to do with God. You're not looking to God for help. You're not relying on God. You're, you're doing it from self-empowerment, which is nothing but nonsense. Look to God. Let Him help you out. That's why He's here. He's here to be the comfort, the, the El Shaddai, the Yahu, the Yah, the Yah, Yahihim, the Comforter, the Holy Spirit. Do you think you can help yourself? Fantastic. Go ahead. Knock yourself out. Let me know how, how, how it works out for you. Let me know if that if that person in that brain there that's moving things around comes up with a solution for you. Rather than look like a chiropractor. A chiropractor doesn't solve anything. He just he or she just puts things in place so the next time you come back, I do the same thing. I never any process. Chiropractor doesn't help anything as far as permanently. He just makes it feel good. Corrects things. So you can live another week or two without it. Okay. Prosperity. How is prosperity love? Prosperity is all about gaining. Gain, gain, gain. Up one-upmanship. There is a big problem with prosperity preaching because it doesn't teach love it teaches about get focusing on Abraham's blessing like that's supposed to be the end all be all the prosperity living there's nothing about prosperity that's love prosperity is just a word that says I'm on the come up and that nothing else matters but the upside to this always got to gain that's not God, that's selfish. You got you got big evangelists and televangelists that have million dollar homes that haven't done a thing for this this pandemic. And if they have, I'm sure as much as they're a televangelist, they'd be on TV talking about it. Because that's that, that's the glory the glory of prosperity. Is to be able to say, hey, guess what? I did this, I did this, and this. Or you're sitting in their homes. How is that love? They love. It's not victorious. That's the victim. Hate cannot be in God. So there's hate your in hate sin. I feel bad for those in sin. 
like serious sin. I feel bad for myself half the time that I let sin control me, control my thoughts. I'm human. It's a daily fight. Every day I wake up, victorious living. Decide on victory. God gave that to me, actually, to tell you the truth. I was sitting there trying to figure out how I'm going to get through a lot of stuff that I go through mentally. A lot of the sin that goes into my head just pops up in my head. And I said, God, I need help. I need you to help me. Find a way for me to understand how to get through this. It took a little bit. Just dub life. Like, how's that? Decide on victory, eternally living a faith every day. You live in faith every day, but you decide on victory. You decide you're going to be victorious. I thought that was fantastic, actually. So now, every day, I wake up, or I go through life, and I'm thinking, today will be victory. I am going to decide on victory. And I'll tell you right now, it has been a miracle worker, because I have been able to get my mind out of a lot of sin that way. Just things. Anger, frustration, exhaustion. God takes care of things. Love. Life of victory eternally. And you shall love the Lord your God out of and with your whole heart and out and with your whole soul, your life and out of with your whole, your, your all your mind, your faculty of thought and your moral understanding. Moral understanding. And out of and with your all your strength. This is the first and principal commandment. Jesus took ten commandments and turned them into two. Love your God. Love the neighbor. You cannot love God if you break any of the first five. You cannot love your neighbor if you break the last five. Two commandments. Ten and two. Made it very simple. Too many rules. It's okay. Two. Love your God. Love your neighbor. That's what it says. The second is like, is like it is this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. Simple. If you love God, God gives you worth within yourself, which means you're going to love yourself. Because you're going to love the God inside you and you're going you're gonna to accept what God has given you. And if you take care of you and let God take care of you, you're going to love your neighbor in a godly way. Two commandments that were ten. Love your God. Heart, soul, mind, strength. Very good. Very good. Let's go down so, in review, this chapter contains lessons taught by Jesus in various circumstances. He explains the, the, the eventual destruction of traditional Judaism, the relationship between secular and sacred obligations, the nature of the resurrection, and the most important of God's commandments. Jesus also expounds on Mosaic statements in the Old Testament. Jesus also condemns the glory-seeking shallowness of the scribes and extols the virtues of sincere faith-based giving.
big fancy words for just loving people and giving to people through faith. That's all that is. Big fancy words for that. You gotta understand, the Bible is full of thesaurus wisdom. Okay, thesaurus wisdom. People are like, what the heck does that mean? That means that there are words in the Bible that are placed there for comprehension purposes. So you understand what he wants you to do. Because he couldn't be too literal because people are going to be like, the Old Testament is way too literal. People are going to do that. People are going to pluck their eyes out, cut their hands off, cut their feet off. At that time, in that, in that purpose, there was no Savior. It was just God. And God told you it's better to cut off than sin again because your punishment was going to be hell. There was no question about it. There was no redemption besides cutting, besides, besides killing a lamb or killing the animal. So, you know, you can only do so much. It's better to cut your body part off than it is to sin again because you're going to hell anyway. Simple. Am I going to go and sin and then sacrifice an animal for remission of sin and then keep that body part on me to sin again with the same body part because once you've done it, you always done it. It's a psychological warfare in the Old Testament. So, a lot of words were used as a thesaurus, a theological thesaurus, to try to get you to understand what he meant. That's why the word obedience and hate are in there. Hate is not of God, but hate needed to be put in there so you would put a, a wall up and you wouldn't allow that back in because if you feel the hate for it, you're not going to allow it back in. Or at least it would be diff more difficult than just say, move on with your life. you got to put a barrier up there. Some people need that. Like obedience. Some people consider obedience love. So they're happy with that. That's content to them. I say nonsense. I say that obedience is not on the on the on the page. I don't need to have obedience in my life to be love God. I love God, therefore I do for God. It's like I love Jesus before I do for Jesus. I love the Holy Spirit with all of my heart, therefore he does what he needs to do with me. Tap it and get it. Simple as that. So it's a good study. Fantastic. Fantastic. Talking about God's love is always a fantastic thing. It's always a great thing because it 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 reassures how we're supposed to be with Him. And that's the main thing, is that it assures us that it's important. Keep keep the education, fill it with the Holy Spirit, and get get a, get knowledge. Okay. Always remember one thing, guys, ladies and gentlemen. Loving God, you can never go wrong. Letting, following Jesus' example, resisting the devil, and listening to what Jesus said in the Bible will never stir you wrong. And God knows the Holy Spirit inside, outside, letting, letting it run rapid is never a bad thing. The most powerful entity in the world is the Holy Spirit. So I encourage everyone out there, get with Jesus. Let him into your heart. And once you let him in your heart, get baptized with the Holy Spirit. 
if you plan on being on this earth longer than than just a few minutes and you want to do wonderful works for the lord the holy spirit is a absolute standard in that and as you go further in the lord you're going to see the holy spirit elevate you and elevate you and elevate you and it's a wonderful thing it is really wonderful definitely check out our radio station umolv.com unity radio 24 hours seven days a week urban inspirational music um holy ghost filled i do my best to make sure the ghost is in the most ghost of the most all right everything links and prayer requests and all that stuff is going to be in the archive just hit the links it'll take you there follow us on on social media blue book it's going to be there just hit us up be a part of it always posting cool stuff always posting powerful stuff i'm very active I make it i make it uh very very cool to uh to and very knowledgeful a lot of knowledge a lot of wisdom all right so fear respect god follow jesus and let the holy spirit flow through you like a russian river until next time until next time and until next time jesus Burn it up.